Welcome back to the Robot Factory. I'm your host, Caleb Sharp. Oh, I'm Dela Duford. <laughs> hey, Dela Duford. <laughs> I'm Jonathan Bowers, the other co-host. Oh, welcome, other co-hosts. Welcome back, Dela. We missed thank you last you. week. Oh, yeah. thank you. Sorry. Just busy, busy, busy. Busy, busy. It was we, good. I missed uh, you guys, too. I just published the episode that Caleb and I recorded last week. I published it just this morning. Oh, you did publish it? I did publish it. Yeah. It's kind of boring, but there's... Yeah. <laughs> What did we you talk really about? missed you. <laughs> we talked about just making some uh, just some of the implementation that Caleb went through to make the free tier for Open House at Social. Um, but the big thing that, or not the big thing, but the thing that I think is relevant uh, to you, Dela, is we talked about the possibility of turning that idea into a generic bubble plugin. I know you and I have talked about this. I, I think it's a hard thing to explain <laughs> um, why someone might want dynamic image generation. Um, but I don't know if you, if you had a chance to go and look in the bubble ecosystem at all or talk with. No, I had I had no chance, but I did think about it lots because, yeah, when you explained it, I didn't really understand it at all. But after it like marinated in my brain for a while, I think I think I figured out what you were trying to say. And I think it would be awesome and very doable with no code. Doable. I mean, with I say no that code? about most things that I hear, but well, no, sorry, like a yes, mixing code with no code. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's um it's something that I think we could build fairly quickly without actually you I mean Caleb Caleb hinted at it last week that we could build it on top of an existing service. So there's a few there's a few services that I found that kind of do what what we're proposing to do. Um they're not inexpensive, but they're not like dirt cheap like it would be for us to host it ourselves or to run it ourselves. Um, so I think it's something that we could, we could do and we could try. Um, I just wish I had, I, this, I feel like I need to learn bubble because I feel like you do too. (laughs) There's so much that I want to do that. I think I could just do if I knew how to use bubble properly. Um, you'd pick it up so quick. Okay. Quick question about, okay. So, so it takes like a screenshot of the image. Yes. Because I, I actually need that for one of the apps that we're making. Oh. And it would make it so much better. What because, do you need to do? Okay, so right now in one of the apps, we look for uh, an address, and then it pulls up an image from Google something. But then that image is passed off to a Word document. But you cannot export a Google maps image or a google earth image or whatever it's called um you you just can't you have to take a screenshot or go on this api that just pulls like the little weird map and it just it just doesn't look good so on their proposal all you see is like a google map you don't actually see the area and i tried to figure out a way to do a screenshot but i didn't know what i was doing probably against their terms of service well and that's what it very well might be (laughs) there's a tell them caleb (laughs) if i could just if i could just take a screenshot of everything on google maps i could make my own google maps (laughs) boom done is that no (laughs) and so i do need to figure out it's so easy i gotta figure out how to remove that copyright logo the copyright (laughs) notice though (laughs) darn watermarks why did they put them there but maybe there's i don't know something else we could do um, that's, yeah, that's interesting. The map that's being embedded onto a document, is that something that goes to like externally or is that something that's only used internally? 
No, that's what the client ends up seeing. Oh, I see. So okay. it's just, and, and like on there, oh, yeah. Is this about terms and conditions again? Maybe they, that's why they can't <laughs> yeah. do it. Dang it. Well, there's, I mean, there's maybe some like, you, some gray area if you're just doing it as an internal thing. Like I take screenshots of the Google Maps all the time and send it to, like send it to people. Like that's fine. I think that's, that's fair use. I don't think it would be fair use to do, certainly not to send it to a, uh, to a, a client. Um, probably also not fair use to send it internally as part of some, some workflow. Yeah. What like does even it, if it's their own address, does that yeah. make it? Well, you were not taking pictures of somebody else's there. house. But it's, <laughs> a, it's not like they made the map of their own address. <laughs> but there are Darn other it. mapping services other than Google Maps. Yeah. Like there's Mapbox, or even like you could use OpenStreetMap, and then I'm, the, I'm sure the, the terms and conditions are a lot more lenient. I've used the Mapbox image generator thing. It's actually pretty pretty slick to use. Um, it can do, it can generate images, static images of uh, maps, and then you can give it like zoom settings and, and like lat longs, and you can drop pins as well. You can say, here's a pin. I don't think you can put like, I don't know if you can put a, a pop-up over top of like say a pin with an address bubble over top of it. I don't know if you can do that or not, but uh, Mapbox is pretty, pretty sweet. Uh, and Mapbox the other nice thing is that you can also you can also style the map. Yeah. So for- I've done that. You have have a you? Brand, a brand I did. Theme. What did I stylize a map for? For the the cow thing, like two years ago. Oh, I, that's I went cool. down the rabbit hole of stylizing maps. Not knowing. Yeah, this this map, the map that's behind me. Um, I have a piece of art hanging behind me. It's uh, a map that I made of the town that I grew up in, or the two towns that I spent my youth in, and the lake. And I spent hours fiddling around with making styled styled maps in Mapbox uh, until I could print this off. Um, but it's super fun. Like you could make a totally branded styled map for this client, um, which might be extra cool. Like put it in their colors. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I like that. All right. I'll have to, we'll chat after. Okay. Because okay, okay. I need to figure it out. Um, tangents again. Caleb introduced us last week as uh, the show where we go off on tangents. <laughs> yeah. It's like my life. Yeah. I like that idea. Let's... Uh, Let's go and research the map thing for sure. Um, we can do that offline. Cool. Uh, or outside of this podcast. It's not really <laughs> in the scope, but well, actually maybe it is like how, what, what kind of mapping things are there available for, for bubble? Cause this is a bubble app that you're building, right? This is a bubble app. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's honestly plugins for everything. And if there isn't, we can make one right now. I've really just focused on Google maps. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm a I'm a Googler, but um, I need to branch out huh. because it's not fitting my like what what I want it to do. Yeah, I, I yeah play explore a little bit and see if there's any it, what there is available in the bubble e <clears throat> the bubble in the bubble ecosystem because maybe yeah maybe there is something that we could we could build real quick. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. Anyways, so the thing we chatted about last week was could we turn our our idea this automatic image generation into a bubble plugin it sounds like you have a potential use case although it's questionable whether it's legal or not <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but that's interesting right yeah. there's there's there is a there is a potential use case for it it's just questionably how would we protect against that 
terms of service, oh, like people yeah. using our tool to violate other companies' terms of service. Google might be somewhat lenient as long as you have their watermark on it. You might have to just pay for like an API key or whatever. Depends on what you're screenshotting, maybe. I know that the the terms of service are funny because they say, I think they say things like you can't, you can't store these images anywhere <laughs> or something like that. Like you can't cache them for a long time. Um, cause they want you to keep using the service. Like you can't just copy all of Google maps <laughs> and then use your copy. That surely can't apply to printed things though. Cause it's not like your, mm. your piece of paper can f- dynamically fetch Google Maps images from the internet. Every no, time I know. I, I, I think, I don't think it applies there. The other thing I wanted to touch or check in on is, uh, it, <laughs> I know the answer to this, but have you done any further work on property management stuff? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I've thought a lot about it in the middle oh, yeah, of the see. night because I'm always thinking about the podcast and I'm like, hot, dang it. What am I going to talk about? But no, we're going to, there is a light at the end of our very busy tunnel. Yeah. And then it's, at, it's in that light. Sweet. Is that next week? Uh, yeah, it should be. Like this week is the, the big push. This week is the big push, and then next week is also a big push. But you, next week is too. But then, yeah, you Thursday, Friday the, next week. Okay. We breathe and we do realtor stuff. Well, I, I've had a I've had a chance to chat a little bit more with um with Brendan. He referred me to his bookkeeper, which I haven't had a chance to reach out to yet because last week was 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 busy. As you said, Dela, I, I also was pretty busy. Didn't get a chance to reach out to her, but he said that there's like some features that exist inside of existing accounting packages that, that can solve some of this. Like, I mean, if you think about it, like if you're just invoicing people, you can use wave zero, yeah. we use zero for our accounting. Uh, QuickBooks. I think you mentioned Sage or QuickBooks. Oh, Sage. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. And so some of these, some of these accounting Classic. tools have have capable like some of these capabilities but I, I doubt they have all like all the things that we're talking about you know putting uh, maintenance requests and that kind of thing in so i've got a call i've got to hopefully set up a call soon with with this bookkeeper or accountant to get some insight and then uh he also referred me to somebody else another person like him that could you know shed some light on on using some of these property management tools but i was talking with i was talking with someone in the office uh one of our one of our mentors on something else, but we often talk about uh, what we're doing on Little Robot. And he thinks he thinks the opportunity is not in these large property management organizations, but it's in it's in the professional who has a couple of income properties and rents them out. And I don't know, like I I, I just feel like that that market must be huge, but I don't know how to get at those people. Like that just feels like consumer marketing somehow. And I don't I don't know if I want to do that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I know many people who have multiple income properties in my circle. So I just know one person. <laughs> Actually, we know we know the same person, Dela. <laughs> oh, we do. Apparently, yeah. I do know somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he he's a teacher, and he's got a, he he almost bought his third house, but he's got he's got two houses. He rents out the basement. He rents out the apartment or another house, and I just don't I don't see him like paying money to do this because it's something he can just do. I don't know. I've heard from people that being a landlord is tough. So if we can make it easier for just a little bit of money. Caleb, Mm -hmm. you rolled your eyes. Are you a landlord? That you might be. No. I don't know. You're like a boy genius. You could. I don't have. He's a I don't have, baron. I don't have sympathy for <laughs> landlords. Oh, my job is so hard. I have to collect <laughs> money for doing nothing. 
Till you can't collect the money. Yeah, we should cut that out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, does your landlord listen to... uh... Uh, (laughs) I think it's worth exploring. Yeah. I don't know, because I mean, at a certain scale, all of that stuff might take a lot of time. But if you only have a couple properties, you're like collecting rent once a month for two, two properties, two or three rare maintenance requests. I just don't know. I don't know if there's enough time there to save. Yeah, yeah. That's what I feel. And I just feel like it's a it's a hard I don't know where to find those customers. Like where do I find teachers that have their third house or uh another friend of mine, he's a he's a graphics designer. Um like where do I find these people? Like they're not going to conferences. They're not going you Could look for rentals and contact the people that are putting properties up for rent. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. Kind of scrape oh, you know, the script. Just scrape Kijiji and They're like, Facebook oh, you wanted, you wanted my money, actually. I want your I've money. Got, I've got something for you. <laughs> I like that idea. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so there's not, not, a lot, not a lot to report. These podcast episodes are getting um, low, in, uh, low in content as we've been so busy the last couple of weeks trying to get some other stuff done. Yeah. Uh, and losing Caleb off to um, to another project. Um, well, but ta- technically, I'm still supposed to be half time on strategic stuff. Uh, yeah, but we're dropping that. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> no more strategic. O- open house is also kind of there hasn't been a lot to do. So yeah, I need to do we some more. Like I've the... been promising for like three or four weeks, four <laughs> months or something to actually do some <laughs> do some yeah. content on it. Um, but September's you want that kind of month, though. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Right? September has been. Just gonna yeah, get September. Mean, yeah, September is over somehow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like next week, we'll no, be different people. Well, we'll be different, yeah. more interesting. Hundred um, percent. More rested, productive, and rested. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. To, Caleb, you wanted to talk a little bit about uh, this other project that we're working on. Um, why? Um. Oh, I just think it's been cool some of the stuff that I've not even like the actual goals, just some of the side side artifacts that I've accidentally created. Is it all uh, technical stuff? Uh, <laughs> uh, at a high level? No, I think, I think there's some, I don't know. What? I'll share, I'll share at a high level what we're doing um, because I don't want to, I don't want to disclose too, too much, but we're using, essentially satellite imagery to do a certain kind of calculation on the landscape. So we're working with an industry, an industry insider to build a prototype. The goal of which is you can just sort of draw an arbitrary polygon on the landscape and you get back some numbers about that place on the planet. Um, <laughs> it's about as vague as I want to, or as, <laughs> as detailed as I want to get, but we're using satellite imagery and it's, it's neat because it's, it's, um, the, the values that you get change over time. And so we're showing that change over time. Caleb, tell, tell a little bit about like <laughs> some of the things that you've, you've done as a result yeah. of that. Well, one of the things, this is slightly more technical, is there's just like tons of data to, to go through. Like these, the world's a big place and there's lots of data. <laughs> so, and it goes back um, a couple decades, the data. So dealing with all of that and, and in a way that's like, quick because we don't want to we don't want our thing to take like 10 hours to load whatever numbers mm-hmm. uh, 
so that that's been a fun challenge plus all the other other map stuff like i i didn't i didn't know anything about even like coordinate reference systems and so learning all that's been fun but uh the the cool thing that i worked on yesterday and a bit today is um i made some gifs <laughs> so because because it's it, it's it's like spatial time series data we can make a gif showing that data changing over time and like animate it um, i think it looks super cool because you can see the change it hasn't really been the goal of the project. It just kind of happened. It's like, it's like I wonder if I could do this. But now, it, now it's sweet. I, I, I can't stop looking at them. <laughs> <laughs> they are, they are neat. Like you can see the. Uh, if we, can, we're not actually going to show this to anyone, unfortunately, because it's like kind of top yeah. secret. Not top secret, but whatever. We're not going to share it. Confidential information. Yeah, but it is cool. Like to see these, to yeah, see these us. things change over time, and you can make out like features of the landscape. Mm-hmm. Um, as it changes, uh, because we're only looking at a certain number of bands from the sensors, it's it's really cool. Yeah. So one of the things that stuck out to me about one when you asked if we should talk about this, and I thought, ah, not really. Like that's not the point of this podcast. Like this podcast is my goal for the Robot Factory podcast is to talk about how to build smaller things. Like like our goal is we're trying to diversify our our strategy or income stream, I guess. And one of the things that we're experimenting in is building smaller products and seeing if we can get those acquired. This product that we're building that you're talking about, Caleb, is not small. It's it's kind of big. It relies on some advantages that we happen to have. But the way in which we got to that, I think, is relevant in that we talked with people about some things that we had done in a completely unrelated space. Like we had done a certain kind of visualization of landscape level data. And so it all it all kind of came because we were just out chatting with folks and trying to trying to like here's what we're working on here's what we're doing is this useful does this is this helpful and you know they said yeah that's kind of cool you should talk with this person and then we go and talk with that person and they say um, yeah not really but can you do this other thing and that actually turned into a big a big project we got a big project out of that um, and then then they referred us to someone else and because we were saying like oh what else can we do can we you know can we visualize data on a map in a cool way and uh, or can we do this kind of stuff and they said oh you should talk with you know, person X and we go and chat with them and then it turned into this whole, this whole big thing. Um, and similarly, I would say the one, like one of the reasons I want to do this podcast is because it forces us to go and have some more conversations and share some of this stuff a little bit more publicly. So we've been talking with realtors and, uh, we ended up talking with Brennan and he ended up this like this idea that we had no idea was a problem. And so we start digging around and poking around and trying to, trying to iterate on it. Um, and our, our process, um, I think works really well for that because we can, we can iterate relatively quickly on things, some things faster than others. Like I think this property management stuff is something that we can iterate on a little quicker than say, taking terabytes worth of satellite data and turning it into GIFs. <laughs> that, that was quite a process. Um, but it, it, it's cool to, it's cool to be able to find some of these. And I don't think it can happen unless we're out just chatting with chatting with potential customers about the problems that they have and also showing them what, what we're up to. Um, because yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I think it's, I think it's really cool. It's, it's a way of doing the thing that we have been successful at doing, but without any real system to it, which is, we're really good at being lucky. Like we just, we just happen to stuff just falls in our laps. 
Um, but it's the result of it's the result of talking with people and building relationships, uh, and that's that's like what we're trying to do here. Um, so I don't know. I thought I thought it was cool. It was kind of a cool parallel to how we got to that. You know, Caleb making gifts of the world <laughs> and uh, Dela making property management um, things. They're very similar <laughs> yeah. in how they started. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe someone at NASA is listening right now. Like, oh, uh, you want to you want to make the the satellite maps for our new spaceship? Who knows? <laughs> I, I would do that. I, I, mean, I, I would that absolutely out. do that. You would. <laughs> I could figure that out. How hard could it be? <laughs> so that's it for this week. I think <laughs> we, we're still trying to find our trying to find some space to to work on some of the things we want to work on and talk about on this podcast. Um, so just just. You know, bear with us. We're trying. I'm trying really hard not to just not record things. Yeah. As much as I want to make sure every episode is amazing, I want to have the cadence. I, I just want to be regularly showing up and doing stuff, even if sometimes it's like, ah, we didn't. Oh, sorry, <laughs> try not to swear either. <laughs> ah, shoot, we're not. We're not. <laughs> we're not doing the things we wanted to do. All right. This has been the Robot Factory Podcast. I'm Dayla Duford. I'm Jonathan Bowers, and I'm Caleb Sharp. Thanks for joining us. See, See you, you next, next week. week. Bye. 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 <laughs>